Yes, um, Alan and Marion are hosting us for all this time. It has been a blessing. I know YCC is a great church, know how to host people, know how to love people and, and care, and, um, and it's fantastic. We, we are so blessed this time because Adam and, uh, Alan and Marion, we felt like prince and princess back at their place. Every morning, 7 in the morning, they walk into our room, they draw on the curtain and bring us a cup of tea. And now we felt like we were in Buckingham Palace or something like that. So it's thank you guys very much. It's wonderful. So as uh, Alan shared, if you, you know, I, I learned English here in this country a little bit in Scotland and the rest in England. However, if you do not understand my English, I can always speak louder. So, <laughs> so it's great. We've been blessed in being in relationship with YCC. Um, many of you have been there, and then Adam have been there. Rachel is still only visiting quickly, but they need to go there. And uh, so we actually planted a church in Brazil connected with ICC, with the same kind of DNA. And now, I, last time I was here, I shared some pictures, but like a coffee shop, the Lord's Ladder, the bank food, all this stuff. And, uh, but I want to show you this picture quickly there. You see that Malcolm and John, they are there. And uh, this is the picture we took after our first service back in 2012. So there, uh, there is... They were visiting us there, Malcolm and Jen, and we were eight people. There were a couple of visitors there, but that started the church. And um, we, didn't, uh, we had this meeting on a Sunday morning until Thursday. We didn't have a place to, to, to gather, and remember Malcolm say, where are you going to meet? And I said, we were praying still, Malcolm, but don't worry, up to Sunday, and you know, we'll be <laughs> find a place. We found it, but we didn't have any... Uh, of course, instrument, worship leader, nothing. And then Malcolm, I knew he played the guitar. I challenged him to lead the worship. He said, but I don't sing in Portuguese. And I said, it doesn't matter. 50% of the congregation understand English. So we go half and half. So Celeste, myself, Malcolm, John, and my sister could understand another young lad. So we had the first worship in English there. So YCC was well represented. Thank you, Malcolm Jam. So and then, second picture we see where the Lord has blessed. We had started to grow a little bit. Had some people in the worship, which was great. And uh, so we had a time of communion there. Uh, fellowship there. And there a couple from uh, the church here also visiting us there. Uh, you can uh, place the new, new picture, please. The next. There we go. Alan and Marion. <laughs> no. um, I think they're still on the hot meal. Yeah, there was dessert there. Uh, caramel pudding that day was great. So, and then there was the church moving, you know, growing. And then in May of that, that very year, we rented a place. And uh, oh, by faith. We'll be sharing about faith here. Adam shared uh, last Sunday. And... Um, by faith, we had a budget like, uh, uh, I would say in reais would be easier. Our income, monthly income those days were like a, a, a thousand reais. We rented a building for 3,300 reais. And, uh, <laughs> and we had to refurbish the building, make it worse. 
But at the end, of course, God is a miracle worker and blessed and everything went fine. So then the next picture, it's about the new venue we wore. And as you can see on the right, the light there perhaps not showing. But Adam was there with a group of people. You see Joe and the band there with Adam. Some of you recognize, you know, a little change here and there and some hairs and stuff like that. But <laughs> it was good. They always, they were a blessing there. People still talking up to this day when you visit, took a team and visit there. And we are planning a new visit for 2021. So I hope to see you there. And the next one, it's already our new building. Where it's actual picture of the service there. And the Lord has been blessing a lot. We are really Thankful for your prayers, your support, your grace, your visiting, your, your time, your fellowshipping with us. And actually, we started with one church. We planted another church in a rural area where very poor people live on, on shacks. We are helping them, building houses and helping things. We are about 50 people there, gathering there every Saturday. And then in August, we planted this, the third church there. In, the, in another area of the town, and we are about 160 people already there on the other one. So God is blessing and is speaking to our hearts, and I understand it's a time to kind of pass on 2020 will be the year of preparing the way to hand over the leadership of the church. That's what we're praying for. This time of the sabbatical, many people probably when Adam took his sabbatical, people come to us and ask, how many books did you read? And it's a common thing. Actually, um, I want to say I read 65 books, 67 books. One, the whole Bible was 66. <laughs> Plus another book, that was it. <laughs> I loved reading the Bible, and the Lord challenged me because Celeste and I, I forgot to mention Celeste. She's been very, very supportive, this gorgeous, beautiful lady that's here. <laughs> yes, we've been married for 37 years, and she still loves me despite of me. So it's wonderful. The Lord has given us two beautiful boys, both married now. It's wonderful. Uh, Celeste and I read the Bible every year. Sometimes we are planning to finish like about the same times and she speeds up a little bit. And when I say, ah, I finished, she said, oh, I just finished a couple, 15 days ago. Oh, you know, there was a kind of competition now going on there. But we always love to read the word of the Lord. Anyway, sharing about faith. I, what the Lord has spoken to my heart, that faith. Gotta be, gotta have a foundation. We cannot have faith of something we do not know. Faith has much more to do. If we ask around, we might get some different opinions. But faith has much more to do with knowledge than with feeling. Some people say, ah, I can feel it. Ah, I think I would do it. Don't, don't go there. It's dangerous because our heart, it's very complicated. Sometimes it could trap us. Go with the knowledge. Knowledge in what? Knowledge in the word of the Lord. 
So I want to challenge you or ask you, please, to reopen your Bible. If you have one with you or a cell phone or iPad or whatever you have. On Romans chapter 10, we're going to read verse 17. Here the Apostle Paul says, Consequently, faith coming, comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word of Christ. So the word of Christ is the word of the Lord. It's the Bible. So that's why I said that faith has much more to do with knowledge than with feelings. Because we need to know what is the promise the Lord has given us. What the Bible says that we should do or should not do. And when the Lord says something, we need to stick on that and stand strong, firm in our faith and the promise of the Lord. It's amazing. These days, Christianity has a lot of things. I have two uh, good friends. One is an international coach, another is a national one. And it's good. Motivational speakers, it's good. Positive thinking. But it's what is best and better is knowing the word of the Lord. So I want to really encourage you to read, 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 read your Bible. Read, 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 read. Because every time I read, it's something new coming up, fresh, coming from the word of the Lord. And that encourages me and that gives faith to me to believe, to trust. And uh, it's amazing how many experiences. I remember sharing with Adam many, many times the challenge we were facing at the church there. And then he um, shared with the team sometimes to pray for us. And uh, we had the promise of the Lord and we trusted in him. So we had faith. But our faith wasn't the word of the Lord. Yet it's interesting how the word of the Lord makes an impact in our lives, increase our faith. Because you know then all the promise, what the Lord has said he would do for you. And then you trust the Lord and you stand uh, firm on that promise and you go from there. And then the, there was a, a Bible ministry in the U.S. They were doing a research on something else. And then they turned the research into other things. The research, uh, the video we're going to explain there. I have a two minutes only video to share with you, which is the, about the word uh, of the Lord. I want to show you this for you now, please. Goodness grief. Scared me. <laughs> so it's an amazing experience, isn't it? Reading the word of the Lord, the impact it makes in our lives. So that's why I said to you, I want to encourage you to read the word. Because this, you're going to bring more faith in things you do. You're going to experiment more from the Lord. So faith coming comes by hearing the message that comes from the word of the Lord. So build up your faith on the right foundation, the word of the Lord. And you see the difference that you're going to make, the impact you're going to make in your life. So faith comes in three different ways, you could say. It's a personal level of faith. It's me and the Lord. And then it's my own call, my decision. And many times... Um, someone else like me or Adam that are visionaries. When the Lord speaks to us something, we, we know that the, the, end, the end of the thing will be the Lord doing something. And sometimes people that are along with us, they need to 
be patient and supporting in prayer because we know God will do it, but it's a personal thing. Sometimes in your life when the Lord speaks to you, you have faith for yourself, but then sometimes uh, your wife is not or your husband is not on the same experience that you are, are, are living in. So it's, um, it's something that has to be lived together. So it's a personal level that if this involves, involves your home, family, and then you have to bring it on the table, and then it will be the family level of faith. They will be praying together. I remember praying with our kids, you know, and I remember praying with people that said, Amaury, can we pray for, with us? Because our family is going through this and this. And then we gathered the family together, and as a family, we prayed together. It's, this is wonderful. So Celeste and I, we prayed together every day. So when I, I am invited to share on marriage retreat and this kind of gatherings, I always share about this prayer, how a couple should pray together. So it's really important. Bring kind of brings a kind of a, a bond that put them together. They are then able to faith new things together. So it brings faith into their hearts or in the family. So we prayed many times as a family. Remember Philippe going to do an exchange with the University of Pittsburgh? So the, the Brazilian university would provide him the education. But he, and even giving the money for him to, to, to stay there, but he had to find a place to stay. And he was trying to find a place from Brazil, he couldn't. So he'll be landing in the U.S. There was no place for him. And I was trying to help with some contacts I have, and nothing came up. Philip said, Dad, you know what? I'm going to book a hotel. I said, no. Let's pray together. Let's do it. Let's the Lord do it. So we prayed and prayed, and suddenly, the day before he departed from Brazil, a friend of mine said, hey, I'm already got a contact in Pittsburgh. He said they can put Philip up for one night. I said, that would do. So we prayed and sent Philip off to Pittsburgh. He got there. That guy, actually, he couldn't get Philip at his place. He put Philip at another family. And then they heard of a pastor that had a big house that were hosting students that were doing some social work. But there was an empty space for one bedroom that Philip could stay there. So on the very same day, they went there and they closed the deal. Philip stayed there for six months. Oof. <laughs> but when you were together as a family in faith, trusting the Lord, you see miracles happening. You know, with your kids, your grandchildren. It's a blessing when we believe together. And the other level is a church level. It's a corporate level. When you all together as a church believe. You know, sometimes someone else comes with an idea in the church. But if we as a body of Christ, local church, don't buy it together... That might not go through. But if we all have faith together, and then we move forward. We do amazing things for the Lord. So personal, family, and church level. It's really, really important. So another thing we have to do on faith. It's to renew our faith with the Lord every day. Because believing in God is just not something we did back then. I did in the last weekend, October 1978. I gave my heart to the Lord. I had faith to give my life to Him. And it was a major transformation. 
But every day when I wake up, I have to make a decision. Would I have faith for this day? Would I have faith to do what the Lord is calling me to do? Would I have faith to do what the word says I, I can do? God operates, it's, it's, it's funny things, but it seems to me that the Lord only operates on a daily basis. So don't be worried for the, for the month, for the year. So we human beings, we think like that. I have to plan all ahead. But Jesus said, Father, give us our daily bread. He didn't say, give us our monthly bread, that we can store it up. Give us our daily bread. And then in the Garden of uh, Eden, on chapter 3 of Genesis, that says the Lord walked around the garden at the turning of the day, or in the cool of the day, other version says, to share, to be with Adam and Eve. Again, day. Psalm 118, 24 says that this is rejoice because this is the day that the Lord has made. So it's a daily decision again. And then in Lamentations of Jeremiah 33, 22 and 23 says, the, uh, the, we are not being destroyed because of the mercy of the Lord. Because his mercy renew every morning. So it's a daily, it's a daily process to relate with the Lord. So I really want to encourage you every morning when you wake up. I do this myself. A friend of mine, Charles McCord, he is one that actually lives this. I'm longer than me. I wake up and say, Jesus, it's so good I belong to you. It's so good to live in here through the Holy Spirit. So, Lord, I, I want to present this day before you. I want to have faith to do what you called me to do. And then I could get up of my bed. I'm an early bird person. Usually get up really early in the morning. Try not to wake my friends. But yes, it's a wonderful time to spend with the Lord. There's no phone, no meetings, nothing. It's just myself and the Lord. So it's a daily base that we need to renew our faith. But our faith has to be with the word of the Lord. In John chapter 7, verse 37 Jesus stood up on the main day of that, that uh, there was this festival. And Jesus said, those who believe in me according with the scriptures. Rivers of living waters will flow from within you. But believe in me according with scriptures. The word. Believe in me according to the word. So we can't just believe in something else. We have to believe in Jesus according to the scriptures. And then rivers of living and waters will flow from within ourselves. So every day we couldn't have this river, this river flowing from within ourselves. This river is a river of joy, of life, passion. We get passionate about things. We believe God can do way more. But it has to be fun fundamental in the word. It has to be the foundation has to be the word. So for Celestial myself, 2019 was probably one of the most difficult years of our lives. 
And we had to make a decision every day to have faith to move forward. January, end of January, our son Andre and his wife Evelyn moved uh, down to Plymouth. So they left us in Brazil, we moved I'm far away. Glad they're here, near to you. And then in February, right? Uh, March. March. Our son Felipe was kidnapped and had to fight for his life. And the guy had a knife. He nearly killed him. We called. We were having lunch after the service, the morning service. And we were called to go to a hospital. He got there. He was covered in blood. And by the Lord's mercy, mercy, he didn't, he didn't die. Then, in the same month, lunchtime, we heard that my mom had a brain cancer. It was in the inner part of her brain that the doctors could not operate. They told us she might not leave until Philip's wedding in June. The very same day in the evening, we got the news that the lady that led us to the Lord, the judge, the Christian judge, had also cancer. So it was a moment, uh, 2019 has, has been for us a time to be alert and full alert. But we have to have faith to face each one of the th things and to let the river of joy flow within ourselves, even amongst this situation. Philip got married in June. It was a time of celebrate, a time of relief because my mom, she was there to be together. And then it was the decision, would, I, would we, Celeste and I, come on this sabbatical because of my mom's situation? And God spoke to us, you should go. I will take care of her. She'll make it. She'll be fine. So we had faith in what the Lord has said. He gave me a verse in the Bible, and we trusted and prayed with mom. She prayed with us, sending us off. We came. We went to Italy. The first weekend in Italy... The judge that led us to the Lord passed away, went to be with the Lord. So, and then we've been facing every day, mom having gone back to hospital for this or that, and we pray, mobilizing prayer. It's been a year of challenge. But in, there wasn't a single day that we didn't believe God could do something about. We had faith. That God will do, God will provide, God will heal, God will keep his promise. So next Sunday will be our last Sunday here with you. And then we're going back to Brazil. We'll be reunited with mom, with the church, with family. In this four months, God really spoke deeply into our hearts. Believe you or not. This month, I will celebrate my 60th birthday. <laughs> so, we took this time to seek the Lord to see what we're going to do in the next 20 years of our life. We have no plans of retiring at all. Retirement for us will be up there. While here, we are going to be serving the Lord. So, sometimes the enemy comes trying to steal our faith. Trying to steal our belief in the promise of the Lord. He's trying, he tries to make you worry about things. 
But Jesus has promised to give everything. His love, his joy, daily bread. Shouldn't be worried about what we will dress because you provided everything. It, this is, isn't about money. It's about God being amongst us. And when we are, the Lord is amongst us and we are amongst each other, we are family, we have no need. The one that had promised, if we worship him, that he will give us bread, protection, and human glory is our enemy. In Matthew chapter 4, when Jesus was tempted by the, the evil one, he promised Jesus, oh, you can change these stones into bread. You can jump from here. Your angel will take care of you. If you worship me, I give you all the glory of this world. We are not looking after glory. We are not desperate for bread or protection because God is the one that promised to provide, to care, and to bring his joy into our hearts. So this is how we, were, we should be living in faith. Believing in his promise. Getting to know the word of the Lord. That our faith will increase in a daily basis. That our relationship amongst ourselves will increase. I, Celeste and I last, uh, actually was Wednesday. We, I think it was Wednesday. Celeste is good on dates. We were in Orpington. We meeting an interprayer team that we are part of. And we were so blessed to meet. I called them. They didn't call themselves this. But I said to them, I'm standing here before two generals of the kingdom. One of 83, another one 77. <laughs> serving the Lord, full of faith. And Celeste and I were looking when they start sharing things. And we thought, are we watching a movie or reading a book? Or what is this? It's amazing. Guys with such an experience. So encourage and increase our faith when we are together and hear these wonderful men and women of the Lord. So in this church, there are so many, so many men and women of the Lord that have faith that could inspire you. Leaders that have faith that would inspire you. Young people that have faith that will inspire you. Yesterday, I sent to Pete Gregg a video of one of our spiritual granddaughter. She's 18 now. But she went on a context uh, at the United Nations. They would choose one young people from uh, several countries to go to UN in New York and be trained for something else. And he produced, she produced a video of, in four minutes video, on hope. What is hope for her? And it's, it's a blown away thing. It is incredible. It's amazing. Her name is Tami Tominaga. So it was so good to see a young girl full of faith sharing about hope. And that UN picked her to go there. So, friends, this morning I want to pray with you. Perhaps you are here. Perhaps 2019 wasn't the best year for you. Perhaps you haven't reached some goals. Perhaps 
family things didn't go as you were expecting at the job you were working with. But I want to tell you, nothing could replace the joy that Jesus could give you if you believe in him by faith according to the scripture. No matter what, the joy of the Lord will continue to flow from within your, your heart. So, 2019, as I said, was a really challenging year for me and Celeste. But the joy of the Lord didn't go dry. We had faith to continue to believe in his promise. So I want to invite you to stand up, please. And um, I want to pray with you. I want to pray that the Lord's grace will come upon you. That the faith and the favor of God comes on you. And you'll be going out that doors renewed in your faith. Full of joy, expectation that the Lord you're going to do more and more. So they will be worshiping, leading us in this worship time. But we want to pray for you if you are here needing some prayer. About things in your life. You want to grow in faith. You are face things differently. As you have been facing. So the, 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 there's a prayer team here. And I'll also be available down here to pray with you along with the others. So just you can leave your, 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 your place and come forward. Yeah, we, will, we will pray for you. We will bless you in the name of Jesus. I'm just going to pray for everyone. And then we, uh, we start worshiping. Father, thank you for your word. The word of the Lord is our foundation. Our faith is based on the word. And I want to bless everyone here this morning. That they will enjoy and grow in their faith. That they're going to see miracles, wonders happening. And we rejoice. But they also will rejoice in the small things. Because all comes from you, Lord Jesus. Our us, our daily bread. Thank you, Lord. I want to bless this church. I want to bless the leaders of this church. The leadership team, the ministries of this church. That will continue to grow. To reach out for this community. To bless this nation and the nations. In the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you.